This is the How to Share podcast, where we help you find your story, write your story, and share that story with the world. With loads of experience marketing, hotels, restaurants, and influencers, your host, Amy Dreheim, will help you craft stories worth sharing. Stories that do more than sell a room or destination, they inspire. If you're ready to share better stories and improve your marketing strategy, you're in the right place. Here's your host, marketing expert, author, and travel blogger, Amy Dreheim. This is the How to Share podcast, episode 19. I got a text message from a spa. Amy, you're due for your next appointment. Click here to book. That got me thinking, as, you know, these things often do. It's like that distillery who, by the way, is still touting, we have sanitizer as their tagline. And remember, that spawned an entire episode dedicated to storytelling. That's episode 18, by the way. So in this episode, in response to this spa text, I'm getting even more specific and honing in on guest communications. Because automated text messages are an opportunity to connect with your guests in the palm of their hands. And that's why it's so important to hone in on the types of messages we're sending across all of your marketing channels. We know that the guest experience has changed, so let's get our guest communications up to speed, shall we? So an automated text message that's triggered a year after a visit, that should definitely be updated given the pandemic environment. An automated email sent on a booking anniversary, same exact idea, that should be updated too. Really, every piece of your marketing communications that you've considered evergreen needs a second look right now. So smart marketers are doubling down on guest communications. They're not only looking at what they've done in the past, but they're adding additional layers, additional messaging during this time. To start off, let's talk a little bit about different types of guest communications. You have the inspirational content, the stuff that you share on Instagram, the stuff that you share on your website. You also have the sales-driven content, which is the messages that you're sending when you're trying to get those room bookings. But then you also have these two really important pieces, the stay cycle campaigns and the life cycle campaigns. The content is going to be different based on where you're catching the customer, and hopefully you're already doing some basic segmentation. So when a guest books a room, they're typically sent stay cycle messaging. This is the reservation confirmation email that goes out. It's the pre-arrival message, right? The content that's saying, here's what you can do when you're on property, here's what you can expect, and here's what's happening in and around our destination. There's also the post-departure message or a survey link that typically goes out after a guest's stay. So altogether, this series is referred to as stay cycle messaging. Then there's another set of messages called life cycle messaging that happen throughout the customer's life cycle. This is how we stay engaged with customers long after their stay and build brand loyalty through messaging that's aimed at retention. If we go back to the text message I received from the spa, that's actually a life cycle campaign. 
So text messaging has been sort of the new frontier in the last decade, and it can be used very effectively. But the key here is really the messaging, not so much the medium. In the text I received from the spa, there wasn't much context. It was short and sweet like a text should be, yes, but as a guest, I need context right now. I couldn't help but wonder, is this spa even open right now? Is this just an automated message and the spa's closed? Would I need to wear a mask during the treatment? How is the spa ensuring my safety? And are they still offering the same services? I had many questions that the simple text wasn't answering, so it would have been wise to include a link to get the scoop on the new spa experience. As marketers, putting ourselves in the guest shoes is a powerful tool. I want to take this example even further for you. I believe that now is the time to really double down on guest communications, so I'm sharing five ways you can do that on today's episode. But before we get started, I want to remind you about Marketing in a Box. I put this program together in response to the pandemic. As hotels slashed budgets and furloughed employees, marketing became that much more important, but it was often relegated to a manager that really needed a guide. So I built it. I built Marketing in a Box, a cost-effective monthly marketing subscription Each month, Marketing in a Box clients unlock three timely, actionable marketing workbooks and a dedicated one-hour call with me. See, so you get me, but you've got to do a lot of the work yourself, which helps to keep costs low. As a Marketing in a Box client, you'll also receive access to a performance dashboard where we track and measure results across your hotel's website, email campaigns, and your social platforms. This alone is worth the cost of the program, let me tell you. Marketing in a box is ideal for small hotel owners handling their own marketing, or for hotel marketers who are looking to really beef up their skills. It's also great for employees who've recently taken on the task of marketing and need a guide. If you're already doing marketing, but you're not seeing results, this program is for you, and it's extremely affordable. For more information, visit howtosharepodcast.com slash marketing. Let's jump into today's topic, five guest communication strategies for hotels. So number one, create a script for front desk agents. As marketers, we tend to focus on digital communications and sometimes things don't always cross over to operations. That's putting it nicely, isn't it? The not-so-nice truth is that this has given marketing a bad name, promising one thing and delivering another. I'm not going to share examples because I'm sure you can think of experiences where you've been sold one thing and provided something that's not up to par. So when it comes to a stay experience during the pandemic, it is so important that what we're selling matches the experience on property. It's also important that our on-property guest-facing employees are aware of the changes we've made and are able to communicate them. So at Signature Bend, a newly renovated motel-turned-boutique hotel here in Bend, Oregon, we needed to communicate all of the safety measures that were in place to prospective guests who were calling to book a room. We also wanted to make it clear what guests could expect if they stayed with us and intended to visit popular summer attractions. 
We were juggling the need for tourism with some of the local officials suggesting that we should be turning business away. So we wrote a script so that we could be doing this the right way. We created this script for our front desk agents to use that would address guest safety and travel restrictions. And instead of focusing on what guests couldn't do once they arrived, we asked the front desk to instead share what guests could do. We wanted to make it clear that guest rooms open to the outdoors, that the outdoor pool is theirs to enjoy as long as social distancing is practiced. We wanted them to know they had options for dining in the outdoors, both on property and outdoors nearby. We asked our front desk agents to suggest activities that made social distancing easy. In doing this, we made sure that the stories we were telling in our marketing messages were also being told on property in a way that just rolled off the tongue because our front desk team had a script in front of them and they knew what they could draw from. So we wanted both prospective guests and those checking in and staying with us to have the same experience. Number two, take your compendium digital plus. If you're not familiar, a compendium is that binder located in a hotel room that encompasses everything you need to know as a hotel guest. It usually starts with a brief letter from the GM. Then there's a list of phone numbers or extensions followed by a table of contents and then alphabetical listings of everything from hotel amenities to dining experiences, local attractions to services like where to mail a package, where to seek medical attention, and how to grab a taxi or an Uber. An Uber, assuming it's been updated in the last decade. So my suggestion is to take your compendium digital, not just for the obvious reason of germs and having one less surface to touch in a guest room. Mostly, actually, because today's guests are seeking to know more about the experience before they arrive than ever before. If there's a pool, for example, families might want to plan out their pool time and know if they'll be able to grab food at the pool or whether there's any programming going on. So same idea, if you have outdoor dining or room service available, guests might want to take a look at those menus and plan before they arrive, more so than they did in a pre-COVID world. If you take your compendium digital, you can offer this useful information to guests before they arrive. You can also update it as needed to reflect the latest hours, changes in rules and guest experiences. All this stuff you can change immediately. You can update that GM letter and make it make more sense in this current pandemic environment. If it's digital, then it's a living, breathing document instead of being printed and constantly out of date. I remember the days of getting individual pages reprinted when we'd add a new outlet or change a spa menu. It's totally manual, it requires a professional printer, and it's not an effective use of time at all. And by the time we had the page printed, it was almost already out of date. So taking the compendium online is a smart move for so many reasons, but especially right now. Number three, send more stay cycle emails. Along with guests seeking out more information before they arrive, it's vital to check in with guests during their stay. And with contactless experiences trending, I recommend adding a mid-stay stay cycle email to ensure your guests are having a good time and to see if they need anything that, you know, maybe they haven't requested. This is an especially nice touch if you, like many properties, 
have limited housekeeping services during the pandemic. Typically, fresh towels would arrive each morning and rooms are tidied, but if housekeeping is limited to deep cleans upon check-in and check-out, guests might feel like they're missing something. So a mid-stay check-in via email, and you know what, this could be done via email or it could be done with text, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. This communication gives the hotel a chance to make sure that the guest experience is a positive one. So you could check in and simply say, I hope you're enjoying your stay. If there's anything we can do to make your stay more comfortable, please let us know. This type of message is effective because it's on time. It arrives on, let's say, the second morning of a three or four night stay. That's perfect. And it's also open-ended. A guest might respond to tell you that they need another pillow or fresh towels, or maybe they say they love the food truck out front. Maybe they'll tell you things are great and they'll feel that much more taken care of because of your thoughtful check-in. On the other hand, maybe they'll say they haven't found a great dog park yet or they're looking for another recommendation. This is a great chance to help out. This mid-stay message can also help you in the long run by solving any problems before a guest checks out. You'll not only ensure a guest experience is positive, you'll reduce the risk of a negative review on TripAdvisor. You might even earn a positive review for checking in and following up to improve the guest experience. So spend some time thinking about the stay cycle messaging, and you might find another place to insert another message. You could add an additional pre-stay message linking to your digital compendium. You could also send a message that's very clear on your cleaning and safety protocols that links off to a landing page with even more detail. If you're not sending new messages, make sure to at least update your existing messages. If you've been sending the same reservation confirmation email since before COVID, take a look at that information and see if it warrants a link to your safety page. Guests should be given the option to learn about what you're doing Otherwise, you run the risk of seeming apathetic or worse, unsafe. You also want to audit your pre-arrival message. If you've been suggesting nearby attractions, ensure those spots are not only still open, but ideal for social distancing. You may want to rewrite your pre-arrival activities through the lens of social distancing. You may reroute guests from the major attractions to those that are off the beaten path or outdoors driven. The property I work with in Belize is taking this a step further. So they include a couple of ways to give back to the local community when a guest visits. And you know, while they've always offered these options to their guests, I think this kind of thing resonates now more than ever whether it's planting a tree or doing a little community service or packing school supplies for the neighborhood, consider adding a cause-based element to your messaging if it fits with your brand. I really loved seeing this in the pre-stay messaging for the Eco Lodge in Belize. It was really fitting. So number four, update your life cycle messaging. If you're doing life cycle communications, you're going to want to audit these typically automated messages as well. Take a look at your active campaigns from the lens of a customer. Would you want to receive a message that said, it's been a year since you've partied with us in South Beach? Knowing that Florida is a hotspot right now, 
you might want to rethink a message like that. Maybe you'll pause that campaign entirely. Or maybe you can be a bit more reflective, sending a message that says, it's been a year since you visited, and we hope that you'll be able to return for more good times in the year ahead, right? There's more parties coming. So you can continue to communicate with guests after they've stayed, even in the midst of these uncertain times. I don't want you to pull the plug on messaging. Just make your messaging mindful of guest experiences, your destination, and the state of the pandemic. In the text message from the spa, there's a lot of things they could have said, albeit in a short text, that could have teased a new experience and convinced me to click through. But just asking me to rebook without any explanation left me pretty weary, let's be honest. So it's not enough to engage with past guests. We need to be thoughtful about that engagement. Customer engagement is vital because your past guests are already warm leads, making them more receptive, more valuable, and a lot more likely to return. They can also become your advocate, sharing their own experience and what you're communicating with them now to others. I talk more about how customers can become your advocates and your ambassadors and what to do with the positive reviews you're receiving on episode 18. Number five, roll out a text-based app to stay connected. I know, the whole reason behind this episode was that text I received from the spa that left a lot to be desired. But it's like I always say, if you can't beat them, join them, and then do a better job. When it comes to getting your message out to guests, text messaging is effective. It's no longer considered invasive, and it can be used while your guests are on property and for lifecycle communications after a guest has departed. I would just advise not to overuse this feature post-departure, as guests will probably respond better to emails than text messages after they're already gone. But during a stay, a text message can really hit right and be effective. I suggest providing the texting phone number to guests so that they're able to unlock this feature if it interests them. This also allows you to be less invasive for guests who don't love text interruptions on their vacation. But a lot of guests really do appreciate this feature. And for those guests, you can use text messaging as a virtual concierge service. You can provide recommendations, run amenities to their room, and answer questions on demand. A hotel I worked with years ago on Hilton Head Island did this extremely well. The text messaging concierge had a name, and you actually might have experienced it too. Her name was Ivy. I found this fascinating, even if it turned out to be the program they were using, right? So a lot of hotels probably have an Ivy, as it turns out. But Ivy created continuity for me, so that no matter who was at the front desk, they were answering me as Ivy. And the person on the other end was able to see our communications up to that moment. So if I was out at the beach, I could text Ivy and request towels sent to my room. I could ask about where to find a great mojito or if I had enough time to bike out to a specific spot to see the sunset. There was no stopping Ivy, and I was one of those guests that really appreciated this service. So as I mentioned, it turned out that Ivy was the name of the app. And if you're interested, I looked it up so you can visit GoMoment.com to learn more. This isn't in any way sponsored. I just thought it was a really cool guest communications tool. 
I'm sure there are plenty of competitors doing the same thing right now. And you could also have a designated iPad at the front desk and manage this in a low budget way as well. Well, that wraps up episode 19. Remember, when it comes to guest communications, there's likely more you can be doing to ensure your guests are not only satisfied during their stay, but leave as raving fans longing to return with the potential to send even more business your way. So to quickly recap, the five guest communication strategies I shared today are 1. Create a script for your front desk agents. 2. Take your compendium digital and share it with guests before they arrive. Three, send more stay cycle emails. Four, update your life cycle messaging. And five, roll out a text-based app to stay in touch. For all of the details I shared during this episode, visit howtosharepodcast.com slash 19. And if you'd like to learn more about marketing in a box, visit howtosharepodcast.com slash marketing. As always, keep sharing your stories. Thanks for listening to the How to Share podcast. If you loved this episode, make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening. How to share.